Good morning. Welcome to our weekly podcast, Tea Time with Tommy, where we take a few minutes, share a cup of tea together, and I'm hopefully able to give some encouragement as we look at different scriptures and devotional thoughts. Today's podcast is brought to you by Creme Brulee Oolong Tea. Rich and earthy that hints at the cinnamon and creme brulee, this tea is a mild and soft display of subtle, unprocessed caramel notes and not but a whisper of cinnamon spice. Creme brulee oolong would be a wonderful after-supper tea that won't keep you up at night. So sit back now with your cup and relax for these few minutes together as we listen to where this week's podcast will take us. Good morning. A warm teacup welcome to all those who are joining with us today. I hope that you've gotten you something nice to drink and are able to sit and enjoy these few minutes together as we continue walking through the book of Esther. As we enter our fifth week of finding encouragement from Esther, it's actually my sixth lesson. Uh, It was such a joy for me to be able to preach this past Sunday. Uh, Just a blessing from the Lord who gave another message uh, out of Esther. preached from chapter 4, and I pray that uh, it was encouraging to everyone who was able to hear, and if you weren't able to be here, you'd like to uh, hear that, just look under uh, our website, under our sermons, and the speaker tab for my name, and you can watch any time. But today's encouragement is is, uh, one that we don't necessarily like to think a lot about. We are again in chapter 5 of Esther, and what I'd like for us to focus on can be extremely beneficial to us, but again, sometimes uh, more difficult than we would like. Patience. Patience motivates us to act carefully. I'm only going to read three verses, uh, the first three verses, actually, of Esther chapter 5. As uh, we see, chapter 4, Esther made the decision that she was going to go in to the king and uh, give a request to him, and she laid out all those parameters. And and we see here uh, at the beginning of chapter 5 some more of that process, if you will. Esther chapter 5, beginning in verse 1. Now it happened on the third day that Esther put on her royal robes and stood in the inner court of the king's palace, across from the king's house, while the king sat on his royal throne in the royal house, facing the entrance of the house. So it was, when the king saw Queen Esther standing in the court, that she found favor in his sight, and the king held out to Esther the golden scepter that was in his hand. And then Esther went near and touched the top of the scepter. And the king said to her, What do you wish, Queen Esther? What is your request? It shall be given to you up to half the kingdom." I want us to look at something that should really strike home with us about Esther. And it's that we don't see her rushing into anything. It happened on the third day that she went in. Um, When Mordecai had told her to uh, keep her Jewish heritage uh, a secret, it wasn't until the right time that she let this be known She went about things very patiently. Uh, At the end of chapter 4, 
She requested that time of prayer and fasting. Mordecai encouraged her to go and see the king, but uh, again, that that desire for her to do so took some convincing, but at that time, she gave the lists of things to be done before then. She patiently prepared. She patiently sought Yahweh's will and purpose. She planned a series of feasts, knowing how much the king liked feasts. It fed to his ego a little bit, and possibly uh, predicting how Haman's pride would affect his judgment uh, with him being invited to uh, multiple feasts. But what we focus on is how God rewarded Esther for patiently waiting on him. Sometimes we're in a situation where it's best to be patient and, and not act. Other times, we know that we need to act and then simply be patient to see what God is going to do next. Patience will motivate us and our actions more carefully. Because many times, it's a situation like the one that we're studying where, you know, there's that mixture of she needs to do something, but she's got to do it very carefully. She's got to be patient in it, and it has to be in that orderly fashion. Christ shows us great patience throughout Scripture. Uh, Mine hour has not yet come, he spoke. Uh, we'll wait until Lazarus dies before going to Bethany. There, there are just so many examples of, of Christ showing us his patience. And that's what we're seeing here in Esther, that willingness to act, uh, but also the ability to do it carefully, to do it orderly, to do it patiently. I've often said that patience is a virtue. A, uh, the definition of virtue is the conformity to a standard of right, a particular moral excellence. And as we've already seen, Esther, being that crucial piece in God's redemptive plan, she walked faithfully with a moral excellence. She was conforming to that standard of right in a faithful following, knowing that Yahweh was guiding her. Scripture reminds us that the virtue of patience is a product of the Holy Spirit, God's indwelling in us. Because without God's help, the imperfect humans that we are, we're not able to be patient to the degree, to the, to the degree that is needed. Patience, that, that gift from God, and, and being patient is a key way to show our love for Him. Uh, not, not to mention it's an expression of our love for others. If we have persistent impatience, it weakens the bonds of love, whereas patience strengthens them. We can find examples of that in 1 Corinthians 13 as well as Galatians 5. Patience involves a number of vital Christian qualities. For example, it is closely connected with endurance, which enables us to put up with difficult circumstances while maintaining a positive attitude. Uh, please hear that again. Knowing that there are difficult circumstances, and there are going to be difficult circumstances, but if we can be patient in that, it, it will closely connect with our endurance and our positive attitude as we walk through the trials of life. Patience can also at some sometimes involve suffering. It's suffering, though, without retaliating. 
It's suffering while remaining firm and steadfast in our faith, no matter what may come our way. James 5 reminds us uh, to accept willingly the need to wait. Uh, It's highlighted there. I'm going to read James 5. I'm going to read uh, verses 7 and 8. Therefore be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and the latter rain. You also be patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Why must we be willing to accept the need to wait patiently for the Lord? It's so that we can act carefully and according to His good will. James compares it to the farmer. Even though the farmer works hard to plant the crop, he has no control over the weather, the growth of the crop. He can't speed up the time. He simply accepts that he needs to be patient and wait for the precious fruit of the earth. It's in that same manner that all the factors in our lives are beyond our control. And we wait for the fulfillment of Christ's will in us. We wait patiently for Christ's return to us. Like the farmer, like Queen Esther, we need to wait patiently. I leave you today with one final reminder. Psalm 46.10 Be still, or perhaps be patient and know that I am God. Thank you again so much for joining us on this week's podcast as we continue to walk through the book of Esther. Uh, Just such a joy, such an encouragement uh, through the book that clearly defines us, God's providence. I look forward to hosting you again next week on Tea Time with Tommy. But until then, may your cup overflow with his blessings.